together in a contemplative spirit as we gather once again to rediscover what Christmas means to us. May this quiet hour lead us to the very heart of the season, which is peace. May we breathe deeply of peace in this gathering. May we relax into its warmth, know that we are safe here, and let us open our hearts to this evening's story. Like the wandering couple, may we find that our greatest trials issue forth from our greatest joys. Like the harried innkeeper, may we find ways to be of help to others. Like the lumbering beasts, may we be silent witnesses to the unfathomable glory of life. Like the shepherds on the hill, may we know that we never need be afraid. Like the journeying wise, may we always have the courage to follow our stars. Like the angels, may we cry peace to an unjust and troubled world. 
and may this season of peace and goodwill nudge our world towards its liberating ideals for then will Christmas truly dawn. These opening words by Unitarian Universalist Christine Robinson. They welcome all who have gathered on Zoom for our special candlelit Christmas Eve service. Welcome to regular members of the congregation, to friends old and new, to visitors who are with us for the first time perhaps, and also to any who might be watching this on YouTube later on or listening to our podcast sometime in the future. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name's Jane Blackhall and I'm Ministry Coordinator with Kensington Unitarians. This evening will be a contemplative service lasting about an hour. There'll be readings from Unitarian sources reflecting on the Christmas story and the comfort and the inspiration that we might take from it and lots of familiar carols to sing along with at home, some of which are taken from Christmas services in years gone by over at the church and some of which are recordings of our virtual choir of members and friends of the congregation recorded last year. And right at the heart of the service is a time of silent meditation by candlelight so please do find a candle and something to light it with and have it ready for later on in the service. Before we go any further, I'm going to light a chalice flame. We do this whenever we gather. It's a simple ritual that connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over. And it reminds us of the proudly progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. We gather together on this Christmas Eve as fellow sojourners looking for light, for hope, for peace and for love. We gather as people from many backgrounds, with diverse stories and varied spiritual paths. And as we light this chalice, we gather as one body, looking to the nativity for its message to all of humanity. Its message that there is light, there is hope. There is peace, there is love.
here for by Quinn G. Caldwell. If you came to this place expecting a tame story, you came to the wrong place. If you came for a story that does not threaten you, you came for a different story than the one we tell. If you came to hear of the coming of a God who only showed up so that you could have a nice day with your loved ones, then you came for a God whom we do not worship here. <clears throat> for even a regular baby is not a tame thing. And goodness that cannot threat, threaten complacency and evil is not much good at all. And a God who would choose to give up power and invincibility to become an infant for you certainly didn't do it just so you could have dinner. But if you came because you think that unwed teenage mothers are some of the strongest people in the world, if you came because you think that the kind of people who work night shifts doing stuff you'd rather not do might attract an angel's attention before you, snoring comfortably in your bed. <laughs> if you came because you think there are wise ones to be found among undocumented travelers from faraway lands, and that they might be able to show you God. If you came to hear a story of tyrants trembling while heaven comes to penniless peasants. If you came because you believe that God loves the animals as much as the people and so made them the first witnesses to the saving of the world. If you came for a story of reversals that might end up reversing you. If you came for a tale of adventure and bravery where strong and gentle people win and the powerful and violent go down to dust. Where the rich lose their money but find their lives and the poor are raised up like kings. If you came to be reminded that God loves you too much to leave you unchanged, if you came to follow the light, even if it blinds you, if you came for salvation and not safety, then, <laughs> my friends, you're in the right place.
A Unitarian Christmas by Kate Brady McKenna. They say a story can carry a truth far greater than the literal truth. And we Unitarians know the value of stories. We know they carry truth. We know they carry more truth than just the plain truth ever can. Maybe we can't believe a virgin gave birth to the Son of God, but we can believe that all births are miracles, worthy of celebration and wonder. Maybe we can't believe angels brought revelations, but we can believe truth can be revealed through the actions and words of those who dare to speak it and act it. Maybe we can't believe that angels sang to shepherds, but we can believe that those revelations about life can come to and through even those we consider the most humble. Maybe we can't believe that wise men travelled to see the newborn baby king, but we can believe that we should never be too lofty or think ourselves too clever or too rich to see the wonder and majesty in the tiny things. Maybe we can't believe that Jesus brought back the light through redeeming our sins, but we can believe in a leader and teacher and prophet who brought and who brings illumination to the hearts of those who wish to listen. We can believe in the light. Always we can believe in the light. So maybe we can't believe the Christmas story, but we can believe in it as a story which points to a truth far greater than we can possibly imagine.
So we're moving now into a more meditative, more prayerful time. So let's each do what we need to do to get into the right state of body and mind to pray together now. Let's open our hearts to a prayerful spirit. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we are one. Divine being present in each and every birth. Into our hearts this season we ask for an opening. A door through which your grace may pass. And offer each of us a new path to life. Help us to see in each and every stranger the presence of eternal love. Help us to find within our own tender hearts the presence of abiding peace. Help us to find one another when we are hurt and afraid and help us weave together a strengthened faith. Let us know you in watchful shepherds who behold the star of hope in a darkened sky. Let us know you in innkeepers, in anyone who will make space for the stranger to enter their world. Let us know you in each and every being in the manger, all creatures of a sacred spirit who know the holiness of every soul that's born. Let us know you in struggling parents and caregivers who want the best for their children in a dangerous world. And in wise people who go out of their way to witness the wonder of the holy presence right here on earth. Most of all, let us know the joy that is born in our hearts each time we see and greet you, eternal love, alive in the world, in the presence of another. And in a few moments of shared stillness now, I invite you to reflect on the imagery of this Christmas story and all its resonances for your life. Where do you sense light and love and holiness being born in the world around us despite everything? Maybe it's in connection with friends and dear ones. Maybe it's in strangers' random acts of kindness, in the beauty of nature, in all those small but significant everyday acts of consideration and generosity and resistance that help to make this world more peaceful and more just. And in a further few moments of stillness, I invite you to reflect on your own desire for light and love and holiness this Christmas Eve. What is it that you most yearn for tonight? Life is hard. 
for so many people right now. Each of us carries our own burdens and hopes. So in this quiet time, let us each inwardly acknowledge our own interior needs and longings and perhaps ask for a blessing on ourselves, on our loved ones, on this gathered community, that we might see those blessings radiate outward to encompass the whole world. I invite you now to join, if you wish, in a prayerful spirit with the responsive words I'm about to put on screen. It's a Christmas tradition in this Christmas Eve service. We are the light of the world. Some say that Jesus is the light of the world. We can all be the light of the world if we seek to act in ways that enlarge the realms of love and justice. When we share another's pain or offer a comforting ear to a friend in need, we are the light of the world. When we give bread to the hungry or support ways to house the homeless, when we fight temptations to wrongdoing within ourselves and treat our neighbours with respect, we are the light of the world. When we try to overcome differences with understanding and solve conflict with peaceful means, we are the light of the world. When we look for the good in other people and in ourselves, we are the light of the world. When we do not stay quiet in the face of prejudice, but speak our minds firmly and gently, we are the light of the world. When we fight despair within ourselves and side with hope, we are the light of the world. When we use our powers justly and in the service of love for humanity, we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Amen.
So it's time now to light our candles and take some time for candlelit stillness and silence. At this point, I invite you to switch to gallery view if you can, so that we can all see each other's faces and see the screen filled with light, the light that each one of us brings to this gathered community. I'm going to offer a few words as you light your candles and then we'll hold three minutes of silence. So let us be still in the darkness of this sacred space and listen to the quietness around us and within us. For even in the silence there is the gentle being with others. Let's feel the warmth of our community this night knowing that even as we are apart, we are not alone. For in the quiet shadow is the glow of life within all. Let us know in the darkness the gift each candle bears, a small flame perhaps, yet each holds the wondrous gift to kindle another's glow and to bear the light onward. So let us be in awe at this moment as we each lift up our flame and the light envelops this gathering we've co-created as hope for peace and goodwill shines all around.
Christmas Eve Meditation by Anya Samla Michael. Blessed and holy night, silent night, full of truths too awesome to bend into words. We sit in the glow of ages, wound round stories that teach us some of what it means to be human and some of what it means to see God. The meditations of our hearts and prayers of our souls speak our independent needs, loves and yearnings. May they collect for a moment in this, our common experience, as we direct them together in a spirit of petition. We seek the patience to peer long enough in the eyes of our brothers and sisters, our cousins and nibblings, all our relations, that we too may see them as children of loving mothers and fathers, children of divinity itself. We seek the wisdom to pause long enough before making hasty judgments that separate us from one another that separate us from our very souls. We seek the strength to hold the lives that are placed in our own tender care, not to protect them from every trial, no arms are that strong, but to hold them in the light, as long as the light is available. We seek the still small call to compassion, that cannot be silenced by greed, fear, or anger. The call that roots so deeply in our humanity that it will out, should we pause long enough to listen. For all of these, we give of ourselves in prayer or meditation, not to end with an amen, but so we might find the means to make our yearnings manifest in our world by the work of our hands and the proclamation of our hearts. May it be so. Amen.
Christmas is Subversive by Kendall R. Gibbons. One of the great things about Christmas is that it is a sturdy holiday. Christmas doesn't wimp out when times are hard. It comes anyway, even if there are hardly any presents, even when there isn't much food to make a feast with, even if you're sad, even if the world around you is at war, even if you are living in fear and danger and oppression, Christmas still comes. And when it comes, Christmas is subversive. Christmas, with its story of an unwed mother and a doubtful father, with its legend of a helpless baby born in a stable, who's worshipped by some of the wisest, richest men in the world, with its tale of the child pursued by the deadly wrath of kings, who escaped as a refugee to a foreign land far from home. Christmas, with its ancient enduring summons of peace on earth, goodwill to all people everywhere. You can't stop a day like that with a little hardship or greed or injustice. It will show up anyway, shining like the light of a midnight star into the darkest places of our collective lives. Do not underestimate the power of the manger and the hope it holds. The Christmas song of the angels is not as innocent as it sounds. It has turned the world upside down before now. It still can. Christmas Eve by Kathleen Mateague. All these centuries after the story of the star, 
the wise men, the baby born in the stable, and the angels singing him in with their mysterious alleluias. We are lost and wandering still. We stumble at every step over our own greed or need, our ignorance or fear. Bethlehem is not a gentle city tonight. Its people are wise in the ways of the clenched fist, the broken truce. Marked like them with the scars of ignorance and sorrow, we come to Christmas baffled as any shepherd by the music that sounds so high above us, the syntax foreign to our sceptical hearts. Yet we try to speak the language of hope, lifting ourselves toward the future with a dream of what yet may be. We remember that the heart of Christmas is hope. Hope that a child born homeless and in danger may grow up to be wise and kind that the stars, serene in their darkness, have something to teach, that there are mysteries around us, among us, singing ethereal harmonies. New hope in ourselves rises then too, that we will learn one day and in the nick of time how to walk our paths with truth and justice, how to bring peace to life on this earth, how to sing for ourselves the angels' songs of praise, wonder, and joy. just a few announcements now before we close thanks to our readers to veronica alex chloe sarah helen and janine 
Thanks to all the singers who volunteered for our virtual Christmas choir, Maria, Fred, Gaynor, Tati, Sherry, Hannah, John, Sonia, Ned, Sarah, Tori and Veronica, not forgetting Marilisa Valdezano, who also mixed all the lovely voices together for us. We're going to keep the Zoom room open for a bit after the service as usual, so you can stay behind and have a chat if you'd like. If that's not your thing, feel free to get in touch via email to introduce yourself or say hello, or maybe you'd like to put your festive messages in the chat before we finish. Um, we'll be back here on Zoom uh, on New Year's Day at half past 10 for our regular Sunday service. Um, as you'll have gathered, we've been slightly disrupted by illness and injury and other misfortunes of late, but all being well, we plan to be back in the church offering our normal hybrid services from the 8th of January. We've got a few other online events coming up uh, over the Christmas and New Year period. There'll be a festive special of Heart and Soul on Boxing Day, uh, Monday at seven o'clock on the theme of treasure. Um, this is our contemplative spiritual gathering where we spend about an hour and a half, a group of a dozen or so exploring a theme and praying together. It is a really good way to get to know others in the congregation. So do drop me an email if you want to sign up for that. The regular Heart and Soul programme continues and resumes from Friday and Sunday next week. And we've also got a one-off mini retreat on Zoom, uh, two till five in the afternoon on New Year's Eve. A chance to reflect on the year just gone and look ahead to 2023. Be very relaxed. Lots of time for you to do your own thing with a few little guided uh, reflection prompts and then a little bit of time to come together and share at the end if you'd like. Again, sign up with me if you want the Zoom link for that. And we'll have our first uh, discussion group on the book, Why Are, uh, Why Are We Here? coming up on the 11th of January. Um, make sure you've got the dates for that in your diary. They were all in the Friday email, along with everything else you need to know about our programme coming up over the next few weeks. I think that's everything. One more chance to sing before we close. This one's become a Christmas Eve tradition for our congregation, and it's a way to bless each other for the days to come. It's the good night hymn.
Tonight in this beloved community, we've shared stories, sung carols, we've opened our hearts to the beauty of music. Tonight we have turned to one another, lighting candles of hope in the darkness. Tonight we have dared to hear a message of resistance spoken once again against the forces of oppression. And it's time now to depart, to go outward, to our own lives and the world outside. So let us go in the spirit of love, never knowing when or where we might find the divine, yet conscious of that spark within each one of us and the unfolding beauty that surrounds us. So may peace and joy be your companions, whether you're with others or alone this Christmas time. May the gift of community dwell in your heart. For here with us, you will be welcome always. Merry Christmas, everyone. Go well and blessed be. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now bring us a piggy pudding. Now bring us a piggy pudding. Now bring us a piggy pudding and bring some bright beer. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring it out here. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy